Welcome to Heaping Spoonful, a twice-monthly conversation with restaurateurs, chefs, growers, and others who have helped generate the legends associated with eateries across the Mid-South. The team at Benny Keith is proud to sponsor this adventure with the goal of preserving the stories that have helped cultivate an amazing food scene across the Mid-South. So kick back and enjoy a heaping spoonful. Hello, everybody out there, and welcome to another episode of Heaping Spoonful. Our goal with this podcast is to share the stories of the South's top chefs and restaurateurs with our listeners. I'm Kelly Bass, and I'm proud to be your host. Covering the restaurant scene is something I've done more on than off for, gosh, almost 40 years now. Most of that was doing restaurant reviews and profiles and other features uh, for Little Rock newspapers and magazines long before the internet was a thing. Back before anyone who got on Yelp or TripAdvisor could tell you how they see things and how they taste things. Um, Now, thanks to the folks at Benny Key Foods, I'm a podcaster and I like talking about food more than writing about it. Today, I'm very happy to welcome Ben Brainerd, owner and operator of Big Bad Breakfast, one of the most anticipated and well-received restaurants to open in Little Rock, Arkansas in a long time. So welcome, Ben. Honored to be here. Thank you so much, Kelly. Sure. So one of the more most enduring stories of the Central Arkansas culinary scene, and I'm sure other places too, are the legacies that so many of our top restaurants and restaurant groups have left in the way the family tree has grown in height and width. And since I've been watching this thing for more than 40 years, I've seen lots. Early in my career, I got the chance to go to the restaurant Jacques and Suzanne, atop an office building, bank building in downtown Little Rock that was doing cutting-edge, fine cuisine, and spawned many of the best restaurants our area has ever known, and they have gone off in lots of different directions. And while a smaller tree, uh, the legacy of Lee Richardson at Ashley's at the Capitol Hotel is rich, too, from Matt McClure, again, a James Beard nominee, to Matt Bell and many others who I'm leaving out that I shouldn't. And you are one of the, maybe I don't know if the first, but you're the, a, a major branch off of the Yellow Rocket Concepts family tree, which for those who don't know is a restaurant group here that has several concepts that they execute very well. And Ben was right in the middle of lots of that. So how did you first connect with with the folks, Scott McGee and the others at um, at Yellow Rocket? Um. Well, thank you for asking that question. I think that uh, uh, you you actually bring up uh, some really good points. Um, I, I met Scott at, in 2000 at Boulevard Bread Company. I, uh, I was dating a young lady, and <clears throat> I, I was in real estate at the time. I, uh, I was and pretty miserable with it altogether. It was not just – I was quite, quite good at it, uh, but was not happy and not fulfilled. And I went to my girlfriend at the time, and – and said that I'm strongly considering go taking about a 300% pay cut and, <laughs> and going to ask Scott McGee for a, a job. And she kind of looked at me uh, strangely and said, Scott. And I said, well, he just opened Boulevard Bread Company. And in my opinion, that was the moment that everything changed in this in this city. 100%. That, 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 that was the linchpin for progress, for culinary progress, for – a, di- a just a different vantage point. We 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 had the Jacques and Suzanne. We had we we had those kind of highbrow Ashleys. We had uh, uh, Alouettes, uh, right. re- really really highbrow white table tablecloth restaurants, um, and elevated service levels. And 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 but at no point, in my opinion, did anybody do do fine dining in a casual atmosphere. Right. And and Scott 
did that out of the gate with Boulevard. Um, uh, and, 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 I, and I recognized something that, that I just immediately was, uh, respected. I was drawn to it. And, and, and I went and I, and I asked him, I said, I, I want to work here and I'll, I'll do whatever. And I, and I did, I started, uh, I started as a prep cook yeah. and, <clears throat> and, uh, and that relationship grew and, and, and then all of a sudden I was cooking directly next to, to Scott every day, which, and, and, and I, and I will ask, I've been asked many times, who is your greatest inspiration? Scott McGee is my absolute greatest inspiration. He, he, he taught me a lion's share of everything that I know about this business uh, about creating culture, about uh, how to treat the people with whom you work and the guests that come through the door. Um, so having having, and then from that, I, I grew up with John Beachward. Uh, okay. uh, he and I he and I go back to to uh, junior high school, right. uh, and and he was at Boulevard when I started, and uh, and 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 so that was that was kind of the. That was the petri dish <laughs> that, sure. that, that 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 kind of grew, um, but what's funny and 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 apt to your question is that that Scott is in my is a part of the the, the tree uh, from from Chez Panisse, uh in Berkeley, sure. which is in which if you look at the where the chefs from that from that restaurant. That they they are international and they and every single thing that they do is is at that's Alice time. Waters right uh, correct Alice yeah. Waters uh, I mean Frank Stitt in Birmingham he's a he's multiple uh, winner he's he's got a Michelin star wow uh, the there's so so yeah I think and what Lee Richardson put together at uh, at Ashley's in my opinion is the greatest talent I've ever seen uh, in, in, in any restaurant anywhere. And I've worked at a lot of, a lot of really incredible restaurants. So John Currents and I were talking about this with Lee last week Wow! about, you know, Cassidy Dabney, who yeah. she, she should have won the beard in my opinion last, in this last go round. Uh, she's the most exceptional chef I've ever worked with in my life, period. Um, uh, and Brian Deloney, who, yeah. who's run a Maddie's fantastic re- restaurant oh, here it. forever. Uh, Travis McConnell, yeah. uh, his charcuteries is just out of this world. Uh, you know, uh, Matt McClure, he's, he's been nominated four times. Sure. Matt Bell. I mean, Southland Maine was where my wife and I ate all the time. I, it, 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 the, 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 so the, the tree is a really good way to put it. Yellow Rocket. Um, I was actually the second partner to leave, uh, Heron Hickenbotham, uh, sold his interest to Russ McDonough right. uh, um, um, about a decade ago, um, and I was then the second partner to leave. But you were the first one to leave who was operationally very involved in that is correct in the yeah. kitchen and in the yes, stuff. and 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 that was that was more driven at 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 opportunity and sure. and actually to your earlier point about kind of a, a, a an opportunity in the market that I saw. Yeah, exactly. And for those, just to set context, we I know we have listeners around the world and hopefully on, on other planets, but um, Boulevard Bread makes baguette and other breads that are the equivalent to what you get in Paris. And my sister, who lived in Paris for 30 years, confirmed that the first time she had a bite of it, as well as exceptional sandwiches and soups and then entrees and to-go stuff and has an amazing cheese and selection and bread selection, I mean, and meat selection and again, like you say, we we've had high, we had high end restaurants. They're not accessible to everybody. No. 
nobody, a lot of people don't want to go, but I mean, you can walk in Boulevard Bread and walk out with $8 worth of stuff and say, man, this is world-class stuff. It, it is. But you know, a point you made that, um, and I, I've heard it from others who've been involved with, with Yellow Rocket, is, is the culture and the way that everybody treats one another and the way they treat the guests. So, so that is really cool. So again, it's clear you have a, a rewarding career. Let's talk a little bit more about so the projects that you, so you're working with Scott and with John, your childhood friend, and um, the concepts expand. You know, the Zaza came, and then um, I guess was Big Orange the next one? So I, yes, I was, I was a employee and a manager of Zaza while we were developing local Local lime uh, but, came before so, Big Orange. Uh, well, okay. no, it, it was supposed to, but a a a, a opportunity for a space uh, actually in the Chanel Promenade was built out to be a burger place, and then through a series of sure. unfortunate events, that that those operators had to walk away, and so there was a half built out burger restaurant, and and we we looked at that space for local lime, and we were like. Well, this is a burger place. So, John and John and Scott were like, "Let's just make a burger place," and 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 did. And and what a it's success! Been, oh, <laughs> what a success! That's oh been. God. I I, uh, I I I begrudge. I, I am a little bit irritated with myself that I was like, you know what? I'll just hold off for local lime. I didn't I didn't yeah. have a lot of money at I, 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 uh, and there was sure I, I, there was a finite amount of resources. Well, so. same you know same commitment to excellence. I mean, using the very best beef, the very best pota- uh, potatoes. To, and uh, one of the great things that happened to my wife Ashley and me is when the one opened in the mid in Midtown because we live in Hillcrest, so and, it's, exactly and it's bigger. Right. Exactly. I hadn't been up to North. Yes, yes, and 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 to this day, uh, Big Orange performs at the very yeah. Very well, as does local lime, and so it's in the same center. And that was your uh, baby. That was, that was that that was my first restaurant. That was a lion. I mean, I I I I think that I receive uh, way too much credit for a. A, a, a collection of people really came together to make that concept really unique and really special. Uh, and and because I was the kind of the boots on ground person, I, I think I, I get right. more credit than I probably should. But that to say, it, it was it's still the, the one of the most proud moments of my yeah. And I mean, just again, top shelf taco, street taco style. I mean, the best margarita I've had in town. I mean, again, it's just like commitment with quality ingredients, commitment to excellence. But it's also it's, it, the, it, thank you for saying that. Yeah. Uh, and and obviously, I still take a gr- tremendous amount of pride in that in that in that product. Is is the the agave program that is mm-hmm. is, is represented at local lime. I'll put it up against any in the country. Uh, it's it's uh, everything on that shelf is incredibly responsible. It's incredibly well thought out. It's uh, uh, the 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 there. The the attention that is paid to the ingredients in the food, equal attention is paid to to the uh, to the bar selections as well. Yeah. And I'm so proud of that. Decision. And were you were you um, also a part of Heights Taco and Tamale? Was yes, yeah. I was. I was one of the founding. I was a founding member and, and operator of that. Which tomorrow. again, I, I will have to tell you, I, I used to go in, in some of the intros that I do when on Heaping Spoonful. I mentioned that when I was 18 months old, and I'm 63 now. I fell over backwards in my high chair at Brownings, where we lived a few blocks from Brownings when I was— a, I grew up on Hawthorne. Yeah, I, you know, and so, I mean, it's near and dear as a location, and it took some things to happen over the years for us to realize that maybe that wasn't as good a Tex-Mex as it seemed like when we were seven years old. But that's the space where Hutch Taco and Tamale is, and it's exceptionally good. I just find it—most of the times I want to go, so does everybody else in Little Rock, and it's kind of crowded. Uh, they, you know, uh, Yellow Rocket enjoys uh, a the— 
having to explain off the ver- the problem that you most want, which is too loud, too busy. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to have a problem in our business, that's the one you want. Yeah, and, and, too and, many and, people. And, I mean, get, there, there's a lot worse things. Right. And so what um, – so again, you you said you spotted a, a, a niche that needed to be filled in the marketplace, and we're going to talk about what that was. And you came together with a guy who had who had developed a concept who, as you, you've already mentioned him once, John Currents, who's a James Beard Award winner. H- how did did he let it be known he wanted to come to Little Rock, or did you say, "Hey, John, you need to come to Little Rock, and was, I want to work with you"? So it, it was a really unique experience. Um, when I left Yellow Rocket, the intention for my wife and I was to open up. Uh, a small bistro. I, 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 uh, we, my, we had a, we had an opportunity to, you know, sell the, the wine that is interesting to me and make the food that is interesting to me. And, and, and that was before COVID had revealed itself to be quite what COVID was or became. And, 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 and I, and I realized over the course of that six months where I would try and, you know, buy some real estate and, 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 and make that, commitment and that is that I just didn't know what COVID was going to be. And, and to put everything, yeah, to to put everything that I had created with yellow rocket and, uh, and all of the, the financial aspect, uh, on, on, on the hook just seemed really dangerous, uh, in that capacity. And, and so, and, and fortuitously I'd, I'd get a call from, from uh, my old buddy, John Currents, who I'd, who I'd met through, uh, no Kid Hungry. We're both yeah, very involved yeah. in No Kid Hungry. And he said, I heard you left Yellow Rocket. And I was like, yeah. And he said, well, what are we going to do? And I said, no, no, no. <laughs> no, uh-uh. no, I'm, I'm done. And, and, and Scott McGee is, it was always, Yellow Rocket was always going to be his ship. And, and especially on the culinary side. And, 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 and that was never a problem for me. I'm not, I'm, I'm not an ego-driven person. That's not, that's not what motivates me. That was... I I I I take proud responsibility for for some of the things, but that food was Scott's, right. and 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 I was really interested in saying, okay, well, this is what I do. This is yeah. uh, and I and I and I wanted my hometown to get an understanding of me. Sure, and and I still want that. Um, and so I and so I very polite. I mean, for ha- to have a James beard caliber chef ask you if you want to do something is obviously professionally vindicating. And, and I was, and I was in just on cloud nine flattered. Sure. Uh, but it was not my plan. That was not, that was not why I was doing what I was doing. <clears throat> well, after a few months of going, huh? Okay. COVID's still here. It's still getting worse. And, and finally, and, and, and I, and I said to my wife, I was like, you know, there's no breakfast in this town. There's none, and 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 uh, all due respect to at the corner who I I just I I love them and and I right. and I love their product. It's a small space. Yeah, uh, I love the root, and but uh, again, it, I, it it that's kind of a, a very finite area that they're addressing. And so I was like, what if we were to put breakfast in West Little Rock? Yeah, what if where only IHOP and maybe Waffle House rule? It, cor- <laughs> it I mean by, by by leaps and bounds. Yeah, yeah. and 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 and. The, we could not see a flaw in the opportunity. Uh, I I wanted to shift my time to mornings. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm 45 now, and 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 I and I, I was home with my kids for a year. Sure. I mean, I was not going to give that up. I was home with my wife for a year. That was this was a this was a life that I was unfamiliar with, and I was not, and I'm not ready to let go of. 
So morning work lends itself to that opportunity to yeah. get home for dinner, to get home for homework, to get home. Sure. And 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 so that I was I was mesmerized by it. Honestly, I I, I and 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 so I, I called him back a couple months later, and I said, "I'll take Big Bad Breakfast if it's an option." He said, "Let's go." And, and, and so it, and, you know, it hasn't been without its challenges. Sure. Because, you know, it, it, when, you know, me relearning a new schedule, well, there's also a bunch of employees who are not used to that schedule either. Exactly right. <laughs> so, yeah. so uh, you ask any of my former employees, they, the one way to get under my skin is to, is, is punctuality. If you're not punctual, I, it, I, it's a real problem for me. I've learned to be a lot more graceful about that. Right. Uh, uh, because there, because you open at seven. Uh, we open at seven, but the cooks, Gotta get there before. The cooks are there at five. Yeah. Uh, everything on that, everything on that menu is, is made, is made that day. It, it is, it, it, and the most challenging aspect of this, and I've said this ad nauseum with, with, with John, somehow he has put together something. It is fine dining, uh, um, a la minute. Uh, uh, it, it, it is, it is, it is, it is, is short order fine dining. Right. And that is incredibly complex. To to, yeah. to 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 and to execute it in a in breakfast timing, you know, people aren't trying to wait thirty minutes for for uh, on a, a fr- Monday through Friday. That's, yeah. that's not your market, right? You you, you they're gra- they're graceful on Saturday Sunday. Yeah, during the week we have got to get to work. We have an eight we have an eight minute timer, and if wow. that and if that timer goes off, I am screaming. You mean by the by the time you get the order till the order's coming out? Yep, uh, cor- from the from the moment we receive the order, you have eight minutes, and and yeah, and, and that includes and, cooking an omelet or I mean, uh, you're, you're, actually you're, omelet is the perfect example. I, yeah. I mean, a traditional a, 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 a traditional French omelet, which I would put ours up against anybody, any right. anybody in the world. And you go to Nice, I'll take ours. Yeah, uh, we. We execute that in eight minutes. We don't always succeed, but that is the goal. That is absolutely the goal. Yeah. And, well, and I would bet some of those folks who were there at five in the morning, the last time they saw five in the morning is when they were leaving Midtown. Uh, 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 <laughs> you know, uh, on the other end of you are, you are, the, the awake. You are but they're all growing up, too, and they all want to have a life. And, you know, that's the thing COVID taught. Some of my favorite musicians who didn't tour for a year and a half or two said, I like being home. I think I'm not going to tour anymore. I'm just going to make music that's recorded and put out. I'm not going to get on the road anymore. But yeah, that's that's pretty amazing. And I, I encourage everybody anywhere to look at the Big Bad Breakfast menu. It's creative. It is diverse. It is, uh, I mean, first off, whoever wrote the copy is brilliant because it's funny and irreverent, but, in, you know, informational. And, and again... Where are you located? The corner of Bowman and, and uh, Markham in West Little Rock is not as west as it felt ten years ago because West keeps getting defined further out. That's correct. It's not hard to get to. I mean, it's not hard to get unless, to. Unless you, unless you ask my mom, who lives <laughs> in the Heights, so they, 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 it may as well be the Sahara. She's crossing. Well, that's right. They don't like crossing Mississippi. But <laughs> that's right. So, so that was um, again that you picked that location because you thought this is where we can really capitalize. Absolutely right. A lot of traffic. So. When were the, the the conversation with John about hey is Big Bad Breakfast available to potentially and he says yes when was that conversation happening? Uh, that would have been August no July of twenty one. Okay, Let me see, make sure I'm saying that right. Yeah, July of twenty one. So it took and when you got it open when 
we opened one year, one calendar date from that conversation. So it took a year. Yeah, it took one year. And is that ex- how long you expected it to take, or did a few? No, it was there was there were there were a lot of some hiccups I mean, and yeah, stuff. It like was it, you know it when I I was pretty meticulous in in the design, uh, um, more, probably more so than I needed to be. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, I I. Um, I wish that I had gotten out of the way of the brand a little bit and let, and just be, they really, that to say the end game has a really good feel of me in there. Right. And I'm really proud of that. That was something that was really important. It's not a franchise. Well, yeah, it's, you know, we are a chain. We know, we know what we are. And, 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 uh, and, but what I, but, there, I very intentionally put a giant mural of Arkansas and Arkansas musicians on the wall. That, that, that place. It feels like Arkansas. That space is Arkansas. Yeah. And, 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 and the operators are, it, it, we, we are from Arkansas. And, 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 and I am excited that once, you know, I kind of get my brain wrapped around it all, I'm, I'm going to have some, some chalkboard specials that will be more representative of me and more representative sure. of, this, of, this, of, this, of this town. You know, Bards, I grew up going to Bards. Yeah, I did, and, I did and, too. And, 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 and so, and that feel is exactly what I wanted to capture uh, and, and so I, you know, that, that will come with time. The most important thing now is to establish a, a, you know, that we can execute the menu as it's, as it's represented and then we can move forward from there. Sure. And I know, so John give you just about as much help as you needed or does he call, I mean, he, John is incredibly accessible to me. Yeah. Uh, uh, he's, he's been an absolute joy to work with. Uh, but I, 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 you know, have we always seen eye to eye? No, but we're both, we're both stubborn and we, you know, he, yeah. he, he and it, 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 I will say that, that I, having worked with Scott, um, and, and while we were equal partners in, in the ventures that we did, I mean, I, I, I always know my place with him. I mean, he, he was my men, he's my mentor. And, right. and, and so, and, and, and I've been able to apply that to John as well in terms of, you know, I, I, I he, he, this is his baby. I get, he's, he's allowing me to execute it. And, 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 and I take great pride in that. I'm not, I, I, I to disappoint him is, 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 is that's not going to happen. Right. Well, that's totally cool. I'm. We're going to dig into your menu a little bit of an item by item here in a few minutes. But first, give our listeners a general explanation of how Big Bad Breakfast differs from what they might consider a, a, a breakfast place. It, well, it starts with it starts with ingredients. Uh, the our you know our ingredients. Uh, I have a great partnership with Benny Keith. Um, uh, we Benny Keith is has really been been over backwards to to accommodate me and what I what I need and what John needs in terms of of really the highest caliber ingredients possible um so it, and you know if you start there everything else kind of works itself out sure um my my we it's also Nothing is. There's no bags being opened and put into a microwave. Uh, everything, like I mentioned earlier, is is created that day. All of our jellies we make. Wow. And we don't make those every day. We make those every other day. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so uh, uh, but all, but so we, you know, when when we get asked for grape jelly, there's a reason we don't have it because making grape jelly is a real pain in the pain, pain in the bottom. Right. Uh, what I what uh, but but the things that we're able to really focus on. 
we we do. Our omelets are traditional three egg French omelet. Uh, they're you know we've we've expedited the system a little bit, and honestly, in a in a very positive way, if you right. ask me. Um, but I, but saw, I saw biscuits are made can, through the day as through, through the day, right? Uh, it, you don't make a bunch in the morning, and then at two thirty, you're like, "Wow, this thing seems like it's been sitting around." A while. Ab- absolutely not. No, <laughs> yeah. no. Uh, our our uh, our bacon. Um, so we own our own pig farm. Wow. And uh, right outside of Alab- uh, right outside of Birmingham, we grow our own pigs. We uh, we partnered with Tabasco, and so all of the spent pepper mash from the t- when they when they pour off the vinegar the the, the uh, the Tabasco sure. sauce, all that spent mash, we take that and we mix that equal parts mash and salt, and that's what we cure our pork belly in oh, wow. for our bacon. <laughs> uh, so, so, so it, it, every every aspect of what we're serving is incredibly scrutinized. Our 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 pancake batter is made by hand every day. Right. Uh, uh, the 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 flour that that we use is 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 is, is important. The, you know, it, 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 there's just there's a lot of attention to detail. And then you have to expedite that. That and that and that's because as you say, you know, this is a breakfast I mean primarily a breakfast place and on weekdays people don't have a lot of time to wait around for yeah. you to make their breakfast. No, and and and, they, and and we don't and and not only that, but we don't have the time to explain that to them. So we have they have to be able to taste it. They have to come in and they have to taste the food. They're like something is different here. Right. That's what I want. Yeah. And so and again, I encourage everybody to look at the menu because it's varied. And in, so you're open from 7 to 2:30. Correct. So people are there at lunchtime and breakfast time, but if I wanted a shrimp po' boy at 7:05 in the morning, can I get it? Done. And if I want bacon and eggs at 2:15, I can get it. Done. So yeah, which I think is is totally cool because we all sometimes like breakfast for 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 lunch at least if not dinner. There's also a lot of people who don't like breakfast. Yeah, I, I, I've I've learned that as well. Is it, uh, like people come in and order a burger. In fairness, our burgers very delicious. We're gonna talk about but, it. But uh, but 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 yeah. But but, but but some people just aren't. They they're not breakfast people. I, I love breakfast. Yeah, I'm, I'm too too. All right. Well, thanks, Ben. We're gonna take a short break here on Heaping Spoonful and be back in just a minute with Ben Brainerd of Big Bad Breakfast in Little Rock, Arkansas. So hang on, folks. I hope you're enjoying this episode of Heaping Spoonful. We at Benny Keith Foods enjoy talking about the food scene almost as much as we enjoy providing the top quality ingredients that help restaurateurs and chefs across the Mid-South create their magic. Now let's dive even deeper into the culinary world with your host, Kelly Bass. All right, everybody, welcome back to Heaping Spoonful. Now we're going to get into our con- back into our conversation with Ben Brainerd of Big Bad Breakfast. Um, let's again dig into the menu. In uh, reading articles about you and Big Bad Breakfast uh, before it opened, I remember you saying that you've never had better shrimp and grits than what you had that was made by the, what John Currents conceptualized and what you serve at Big Bad Breakfast. Shrimp and grits has become a little bit um, ubiquitous. It was one of those things, kind of like uh, chicken and waffles. That Sean Brock ruined it for everybody. You know, everyone, it's like all of a sudden. <laughs> woo, woo. So tell us about your. So um, obviously, you, you make you use high quality grits to make your grits. Tell us about how it, how it's done because sometimes grits is more like a, you know, it, it's solid. Sometimes it's kind of more mushy. What what are your shrimp and grits? So, so we feature Grit Girl out of Mississippi, uh, who who John partnered with a long time ago. Um, I I. I experimented with a few local places and still haven't quite found the uh, the consistency that I'm happy with. Uh, I will continue. John really wants uh, me to to find Arkansas sourced ingredients and uh, where wherever possible, and I and I will. I, 
but not until I find something as good as what we're serving currently. Sure, yeah. Um, and so right now we're using Grit Girl, and uh, and it's really the mill of it mm-hmm. that, that 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 we're looking for. It's very coarsely ground, um, um, and then into which we we mix three types of cheese. So they are cheese grits, that's and, and I like them. And that's and that, I'll, I'll say that's gotten me in a little bit of trouble because some people want sugar. They 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 they, yeah. they, 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 they want sweet grits, and 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 so I we are having a conversation about being a little bit more descriptive of of how we do it because there's Parmesan, cheddar, and uh, Gruyere mm-hmm. in, in in our grits. There's some butter, yeah, uh, <laughs> and, and there and 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 whole milk, and 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 um and but. And a bunch of black pepper, uh, which is which reminds me of my grandmother. Um, the 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 so on the the shrimp side, we use Gulf shrimp, um, and they're sautéed. Uh, we we make a really garlic heavy. We call it V eight sauce. Uh, it uh, but because it, it kind of tastes like V eight juice, but it's it's San Marzano tomatoes. And a bunch of garlic and a bunch of black pepper and and a few other little things and and so we so we deglaze saute the saute the the uh, shrimp in clarified butter deglaze with uh, the V8 sauce and then we take our uh, we take our um, uh, a, a ladle of our uh, oh gosh. Um, Red eye gravy. I don't know if you're, if you're familiar with red eye gravy. I've not as much. I've had more cream. I've heard of it. A lot it, it, it I mean, it's it's coffee based. It's co- yeah. it, it, it's it's coffee and uh, and pork renderings. Uh, and 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 we finish with that. Reduce, pour it over, done. I mean, and and with some fresh scallions on top. It's incredibly simple. It's incredibly fast. Uh, the the grits are easily the most long portion, but we do right. that. We do that twice, twice a day, and uh, and it's. It's just one of the the sweetness from the shrimp and the spiciness from the sauce, uh, and then that little touch of the coffee is it, it, it's it, it's good. exceptional, and it, it, it's it it's a little it's pretty high in acid, which 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 does throw some people off. Most people are like, I'm never doing this ever again, any other way, and yeah. and, and that's how I feel about it. It, 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 it. That 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 dish executed to perfection is top three dishes on the menu for me. No, no, no question. Super cool. And you've already bragged about your omelets, and I know they're French-style three-egg. But what, I mean, tell somebody how that's different than what they're doing in their house. Well, probably what they're doing in their house is overcooking yeah. the eggs. I, that's, I, I, it, you know, home, home I, I tell I tell my home cook friends, the thing that separates, you know, us from from maybe a home cook is use of salt yeah. and, and, and don't overcook. It, it, uh, I... You, know, you use more salt or less salt? Oh, well, you you don't you, you don't train under Scott McGee and not not know how to use salt. I'm, <laughs> I'm with you. Um, the but pardon me the um, the uh, making an omelet at home is it's all making an omelet is all about movement. It's constant movement uh, it, it, because if if the egg sits too long on the griddle. It, well, you can't have a brown. There's no there's no, no color on an egg. But also those bubbles, those imperfections, it, it needs to be almost a custard consistency, mm-hmm. and that that can only be generated by constant movement. That cannot sit still. And uh, and 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 we have created. We've we actually finished in a salamander, 
mm-hmm. uh, so that we're not having to manually flip the egg, yeah. which helps us keep a perfect smooth. I was going to ask about that because some and people that, let it overcook on the bottom because I think they need that to flip it. Incorrect. But, well, I mean, yeah, yeah, maybe you do. <laughs> but then, and then all the ingredients for that omelet are cooked on a separate pan and then added right. and then fold, yep. serve. Oh, I, I was um, really intrigued by the BLT omelet because, again, it says on the menu, it's like your favorite sandwich in an omelet. I've never had an omelet with mayonnaise, but you know what? I'm willing to give it a shot. And I've, I've heard of ham dust, but I don't, you know, I can imagine what it is. Uh, so ham dust is, uh, I mean, John John certainly can't take credit for that. It's, you know, we we, we take country ham uh, and we very slowly render it in, in, a, in a low oven overnight. You come in and it's, I mean, ham it's dust. completely dried out. And you put it in a in a uh, in in a Robocoop and blends it up and it becomes dust. Right. I mean, so a little it, mayonnaise in the omelet is probably. I, yeah. Yeah, you're, 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 yeah, yeah. It, it's the the BLT omelet is the hardest sell, mm-hmm. but I've never once had somebody say I'm every. It's I bat a thousand on that. Yeah, dish. That, that is cool. And uh, again, we we know I know Kurt's background and you know he's got a lot of New Orleans in him, obviously. And if anybody wants proof that there's a New Orleans theme, I mean, there's there's fried oysters around. There, you got them in a scramble. You got them on a po' boy. Got them on a Caesar salad. Are people warming up to fried oysters? People that order oysters love oysters. Yeah. It's one thing that we that we train on uh, with servers is don't try and push oysters. Right. I, I mean, it, 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 you know, I, I oysters for me. My my death meal is our West Coast oysters, fried chicken, and champagne. That, it, it, when, when, <laughs> right. that, in fairness, that probably will kill me. But uh, but but if I what a way to go out. So if I see oysters, I'm going to order them. Don't dig your heels in the sand on trying to push oysters on somebody who who thinks that they don't like them because it's it, it, a lot of times. And it, you got plenty of other things, you know. Hundred <laughs> yeah, right. percent. Don't 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 jump on that grenade. Have you all? Gone up scale on your on or not up scale, but it, what do you use for bread for your po' boys? Uh, so we we use a oh gosh, don't catch me lying. So it's not like Leidenheimer. No, it's not. It's not. It's not Leidenheimer uh, it, uh, because we use the same product for our for our uh, for our French toast, and okay. and and the Leidenheimer was was falling apart too much. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Oh, I'm I'm sure it's gonna be great. I'm making to be debris poor boys for some friends uh, Thursday night before we go see Reckless Kelly and. Uh, I just end up with Pepperidge Farm rolls, and everybody complains. Well, this fine. this gets me in trouble, especially with John. Uh, but I don't like Leidenheimer. Yeah, it's, some people don't. It, it, it's not for, it's not for me. If I'm down, if I'm down at at Joe's eating a eat, uh, in New Orleans, I'll, of course, I mean, yeah. give, take it how you get, 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 yeah. Come on, but but but, but <laughs> right. I try and control that narrative here. Yeah, I see that you've uh, entered entered the chicken sandwich wars, uh, which are burning pl- pretty hot, uh, with no participation by me because I just I'm not snobby about fast food. I just don't ever end up getting it. Uh, but I'm sure what you're making is superior to what people have come to enjoy at Chick Fil A or Popeyes and all the. F- Factions. I, I will say this with absolute confidence: it is the best chicken sandwich there is. Yeah, it, it's not, and it's really not close. Yeah. All right, you're, you're challenging me. Um, you know, one thing I have learned again: these um, conversations with chefs and restaurateurs, and many who are both. Um, you know, you really can't go wrong having a burger. I mean, particularly if you do it right. Like you said, you know, with the yellow rocket, it's like, well, we got a chance to do burgers. Let's do burgers. Let's do them really well. And most, you know, they win best burger something more often than not. But 
you've got a good burger. Tell us about it. And again, what differentiates it? What what style and how's it presented? And it, it's it's 100% Angus, it's third pound, and and it is we cook it to medium unless you specify otherwise. Uh, our our house seasoning really really resonates beautifully with beef. Uh, we we also have a steak and eggs, and that we kind of figured it. I figured out on the steak that that seasoning we should probably put that on a burger as well. Yeah. We were getting a lot of a, a, a lot of ass for burgers, and uh, and it true to true to task. Don't overcook it, and it's yeah. exceptional. And 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 so we we really encourage people to 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 trust us on that. I mean, obviously. You ask for a well done burger. It's what you're going to get, but uh, but buy the right beef. Our, the, we use Martin's uh, rolls for our, which are just out of this world. Um, out of a sweet component, um, then it's lettuce, tomato, mayonnaise, mustard, and uh, and pickles. I is mean, it it's a, is it a French? You have a or are you a French fry place or not? A fr- yeah, absolutely. Our French fries are dynamite. Yeah, yeah, cool. cool. Are there? Any other menu items? I didn't want to talk about every single one of them or something else. Where anything we're missing that you, you know, want to point out? It's funny. I, so I'm not a pancake guy. Yeah. Uh, uh, or it's my just, wife is. It, 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 but I am now. Yeah. Uh, um, I it, pancake. I, I've always been a savory breakfast guy. Uh, French toast and and pancakes have never really been on my radar. Um, so our our pancakes are perfect. The only the only. The only problem with our pancakes is so much. I mean, it's three big, big pancakes. Flapjack. I mean, it's a, it, it is a stack of food, yeah. uh, but they're special. Yeah. They uh, John John uses his grandmother's recipe on that, and you know, uh, you can just tell. Yeah. It, it just it just makes sense. Yeah. I mean, that's one thing too when you partner with somebody like that. You know. He, Sure, you have your chance to put your stamp on it and change things around the way you want to. But boy, when he comes in with something as good as his grandmother's pancakes, it's like I ain't messing with this one. Well, he, can, I mean, he can just flat out cook. I oh mean, yeah, it, it, guys, guys like that, it just it just makes sense. Yeah, and 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 it's it, it is it's tremendous. Right. It's a tremendous honor to work with him. Well, I'll tell you before we close, I want to bring up one more menu section that caught my eye immediately. And if you're like folks who learn to read in school, you start at the left, you read left to right, top to bottom. And on the top left of your menu is cocktails. And the five you feature are the classics, uh, some more breakfasty than others, but the Bloody Mary and the mimosa. So I know you mentioned your Bloody Mary mix. That's something you guys make in-house and I guess put all the your normal stuff in it and maybe mm-hmm. jazz it up a little bit. A lot of horseradish. Yeah. Okay. A lot of horseradish, a lot of black pepper. It, 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 the, it is unashamed, um, unashamedly... Spicy, yeah, uh, and and we probably miss opportunities to to explain that to our guests um, because if we have negative feedback, it's always the spice level too spicy. I mean, for me, it's it can't be. I mean, I, I but 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 uh, that to say, we we partner with Cathead Vodka, uh, which is out of Mississippi as well, um, and at which and it is very simple and. Perfect for, in my opinion, the the, the Bloody Mary is perfect. The uh, the the mimosa, we we fresh squeeze our orange juice every morning, and and I use French sparkling sh- uh, uh, wine that is is beautiful by itself. Probably or, too good to be in a mimosa, but you're doing it anyway. You know, <laughs> it is, but 
then you try it with with a fresh orange juice, and you're like, it, it's an embarrassment of riches. Yeah, I mean, no, it, I'm <laughs> and, and I don't need all that much orange juice. But yeah, I, 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 I'm 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 a I'm a quarter. I, I I use a quarter orange juice, and that's probably still too much. Yeah. So I'm intrigued by the by the breakfast dude, which is white Russian esque in its description, but it features your big bad brew, which is a a, a cold brew coffee. Tell us, tell us about the Big Bad Brew. Uh, it's a great question. Um, so, yeah, we make all of our all, uh, our cold brew at the end of every shift so that it's ready for the beginning of the next day shift. Gotcha. And it's very chicory heavy. Uh, I, I, admittedly, I'm not, a, I'm not a big chicory fan. Um, uh, when I go to Cafe Du Monde, I, I, I just pass on the coffee. Yeah. Uh, uh, but the it we do... It's about thirty percent chicory, and then the rest is um, is our house uh, royal cup uh, mm-hmm. ground, and um, and the breakfast dude takes that cold brew, mixes it with Kahlua vodka, uh, Bailey's. I'm missing something. Got to be some cream or milk or something. Yeah, uh, and 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 heavy and half and half, half. Uh, and it is. Absolutely dynamite, yeah. but I will. I warn you, it is. It's boozy. Yeah, uh, it, it, it 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 is. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna drive after two of them. Right. And I'm a, and I'm a substantial human. Uh, <laughs> so 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 I, I we we do put a little asterisk next to that drink, but it is insanely delicious. Oh, cool. Um, I, I will also sh- uh, shamelessly plug. We are featuring Onyx uh, in our for our espresso, it, and it, it's it's just not, we use we're using their Mockingbird right now, and 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 uh, and it is dynamite. So when you serve coffee, you can get a fancy coffee, or you can get a absolutely. Cup. We have a full espresso bar, uh, and 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 then our and then our house brew is Royal Cup out of out of Alabama. Yeah, that is fabulous. Well, listen, I thank you so much, Ben, for being uh, the guest today on Heaping Spoonful. Best of luck in all you're doing at Big Bad Breakfast. It sounds like you're just continuing to make sure you're doing it right, and then you're going to go and tweak along the way as you see fit. So, and I also really appreciate all of you listening to Heaping Spoonful today. Remember that we post new episodes on the first and third Tuesdays of each month. So go check out some of the ones you've missed, uh, if you've missed some, and keep an eye and an ear out for the new ones. So goodbye, everybody, and have a great rest of your day. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Heaping Spoonful. On behalf of all of us at Benny Keith Foods, Mid-South Division, please know how much we love connecting you with the legends of the culinary scene and their unique stories. I look forward to the next time we can offer you another Heaping Spoonful.